You're now tuned in to another episode of JP's podcast, your number one source for unlicensed advice and quality conversation. This is JP's podcast. Hey, man. God damn, it's been so long. Look, we back. We in action. And this is going to be another lovely episode of JP's podcast. Now, if you've been tuning in since day one, I appreciate you. I think this is my 13th episode, and this one going to be one for the books. Probably be one of one. You ain't never heard nothing like this before, so tune in. Today, I got, oh, my favorite couple with me, the newlyweds. <laughs> and I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Go ahead and tell them, y'all. Years. Yo, yo, um, it's your boy Hazy. Might I say, man, this intro is fire as hell. I fuck this fire intro so much. Thank you, bro. But it's your boy Hazy, man. Um, some of y'all know me as Hazy Moss. Uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, H A Z Y M O S S. Follow me there if you're not already following me. You know what I'm saying? Kind of the king of this uh social media shit right now. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. My name is Playful Moon. You know, I specialize in astrology and psychic readings and stuff. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Playful Moon Readings. Don't be scared to hit me up about any inquiries. You know, my page is always open, always open for questions, comments, concerns. Just hit me up and I'm right there for you. Hey, so they introduce themselves. So y'all know, y'all kind of got a little taste of what we're about to talk about. About to be real exciting, man. So I guess we can go ahead and dive in, you know, get the people what they've been waiting for, huh? Might All right. as well. Hey, so I guess we can start with like, let's get into astrology. Let's break it down. And let's talk about, and I guess in y'all opinion, what are some of the important things that somebody's starting out, learning more about themselves and astrology that they should look into? What should they get to know first? Moon sign, moon sign, moon sign. That's the big one. That's the big one, bro. Uh, a lot of people base their um, charts off of their sun sign too much. People say, oh yeah, I'm an Aries, or I'm a Pisces, or I'm a Taurus, or I'm a Gemini. But your moon sign is what really rules your emotions. It's what really, it's really who you are deep down inside. So I feel like to get in contact, you know what I mean, with who you truly are and how you process emotions, how you process your feelings, you need to figure out your moon sign first. Mm. So is it, does it, like, I guess you can say alternate depending on, like, what your moon sign is. Does it represent something for you? Of course it do. Of course it does. I mean, like, it just all depends on, I guess you could say, um, your placements. Another thing that people got to tap into is their houses, too, figuring out, you know, if they have certain, I guess you could say, placements in certain houses because that rules over different aspects. So, for example, you know, you may have a Scorpio rising that's in the second house or a Scorpio rising that's in the 10th house. They're going to be the same sign, but they're going to have way different, you know what I'm saying, ideas or right. way different ways that they operate or process information. Interesting. Because I remember, like, you was teaching me. I'm over here thinking, I'm just a Pisces. I'm just a Pisces. That's all I knew as yeah, my son. Yeah. Then you broke it down. Like, nah, man, you a Sagittarius rising. You a Taurus moon. I'm like, oh, what what the fuck that mean? Yeah, it's deeper than just the sun sign. Exactly. And as I read, I was like, wow, like, this is describing my, more of, like, my emotional side of, like, what I really feel on the inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that really taught me a lot about myself. And that's, I think, one thing about astrology, and I always give it credit for, is that help with introspection, how to look within and kind of figure out more about what you got going on. Because yeah. it is a note to where, like, this is who I am, and this is where I can see myself and what I like, can actually become. Yeah, it's definitely like the blueprint to your life. It's definitely the blueprint to your life. So, 
I had to take a sip. <laughs> I had to take a sip. I had to take a sip. Okay. Um. So, I guess like let's let's break it down. What do what does each um piece of your chart kind of tell you? So, um, what does your sun represent? Your moon represent? Your rising and onward? You know, as many as you know. Um. Well, to begin with. I know um, the moon sign is always important, but people also have to remember that your rising sign basically starts off your whole chart. It pretty much reads everything as far as your personality, um, your communication, how you receive communication, how you receive love, how you give love, your health. That's another thing. A lot of people tend to forget that, you know, sometimes as weird as it can be, astrology can really read up on your health. Um, but as far as the sun sign, that's always your star sign. Most people are affiliated with that sign the most. You know, everyone's just like, oh, my birthday is January, blah, 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 blah. I'm a Capricorn. And you're asking like, oh, really? So what else are you? And they're just like, well, what you mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, you know, your sun sign is basically it's just like your core personality. So like for me, for an instance, I'm a Taurus and most people, you know, when I tell people I'm a Taurus, they're like, oh, so, you know, you're like a couch potato. You like Mm. to sleep. You like to eat. uh, You're money driven, this, this and that. I'm just like, well, to an extent, that's how I am to my core. Um, But the moon sign is basically your emotions, how you process your emotions, how you receive feelings, how you give out feelings. Um, It's kind of more like the shadow side deep down inside, you know, Mm I don't mean to jump into topics, but when it comes to like tarot cards and stuff, you have the sun and the moon. The sun is pretty much, you know, the outer the outer shell that you give to everybody, what people see you as. Mm. And this moon is more like that shadow which deep down inside. So for me, I'm a Gemini moon. So how I process my feelings is way different than how I'll process as a Taurus moon. Even though I'm a Taurus sun, you know, it kind of I kind of still got that personality trait. But as far as me being a Gemini moon, you know, Taurus are more introverted I'm introverted to an extent but being a Gemini moon I'm very chatty I can hold conversations I'm outgoing Um, another thing a lot of people don't tend to realize that you know your rising sign also has to do with your physical appearance as well Um, me I'm a Leo rising so most people that have Leo risings are known for having big eyes they're known for having a chiseled face Uh, feline features a lot of hair Mm. thick hair Mm -hmm. short tall chubby doesn't matter uh cats cats. basically basically (laughs) basically cats um and (laughs) the other parts of the astrology chart you know like i said it touches bases on you know your communication how you're driven with occupations jobs Mm -hmm. how you respond to love like your venus sign how you receive love like that everyone's sign is different um especially when it comes to the houses and the degrees Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also similar. Um, A lot of people just feel as though when they think about astrology, it's just, you know, the sign that you're born under. But, you know, once you take the time out to really search your astrology chart, you know, of course, you got to know the date and time that you're born to figure out yourself. But I'm pretty sure if you were to search your astrology chart, it's nothing like these astrology pages on Instagram that just give basic mediocre sun sign memes or whatever. Like your astrology chart will really reach you down yeah. from head to toe, inside yeah. and out. Yeah, and social media definitely pisses me off with like um, how they depict certain signs because I've met a few, you know, what I'm saying calm Aries that are not just 
all crazy and ready to fight and ready fight to be up. angry and you know what I'm saying oh, I want to yell to express my emotions a lot of us are not like that you know for me example I have an Aquarius moon so I process information a lot slower than Aries do an Aries moon would or an Aries sun does you know um, I really analyze things I like to really sit with myself and being an Aquarius moon is just it's so powerful you know and the reason why I say it's powerful is because your moon sign literally takes over your sun sign when it comes to your emotions, when it comes to your feelings. Yeah. Because the moment that you decide to actually start processing something like, okay, this actually hurt me or this brought me some type of discomfort, that's your moon sign. Your sun sign is just your ego. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your sun sign is your drive. That's what you can fall back on to just say, okay, yeah, I'm an Aries, so I have that drive. I have that ambition. Yeah. But my Aquarius moon be like, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fucking shy. You know what I'm saying? When you really meet me, I'm pretty, I'm pretty shy. I'm really off to myself. And, you know, your sun sign is just kind of like what people see. Um, but I know that's more of your rising sign, though. And the rising sign really ta- talks about, you know, your perception, like how people view you. How people see you, you know, even if it's physical attributes, like my wife just said, you know, it could also be personality as well. Um, you know, so I'm a Scorpio rising, so apparently I give off a lot of Scorpio energy. It's people meet like me. How you, process, how you are in more like a society type of thing in a social social area. Like yeah, you're out yeah. Public. Yeah. So I guess I give off you're Scorpio just like energy. All dark and mysterious. And yeah. You just look at his eyes but that's like, definitely me, yeah, though. That's dark. definitely me. I be like in the back of the club, like just scoping <laughs> shit out. <laughs> People think I be in there, I, like I turn the hell up. You, you know what I'm saying? I turn the fuck up. I do, but like you know, I be in the back, just like a little vampire almost. That's the best way I can put it. And you know, another thing about Scorpio rises too is you know we have a uh, very sharp. Things we have very sharp ears too, so a lot of people compare us to bats. You know, what I'm saying? Uh, we kind of look like bats a little bit. So we give off a lot of, you know, that Scorpio rise. And we give off a lot of vampire and Brooklyn vibes. So what is the biggest misconception? Because like we see a lot, like being on TikTok, being on social media. Period. You see a lot of, like you said, basic stuff being given off about signs and horoscope wise. You know. Mm-hmm. Telling people like what today you look like, what tomorrow may look like, you know, what love or money may be coming your way. So, when it comes to like that, what should people really be paying attention to? Like, what's I the think true part? People should really just pay attention to their own fucking birth charts and mind their business. Yeah. Because, like, the, the new thing with like TikTok, Instagram, and just like this new, I guess you could say, witch talk community or new witches age. of Instagram, you know, this new age spirituality shit, your, your birth chart is like you. That's like your life path. You know, it teaches you a lot about yourself. So why the hell are you going to sit here and just listen to other people that are just pulling basic shit out of their ass? You know what I'm saying? And saying, okay, yeah, this is how you are. This is who you are. You have to understand that your birth chart is your path. It's what it's written out for you. It's how you process information. It's how you go throughout life. So like this new age spirituality this new age, you know, oh, zodiac signs, this new age, oh, let me teach you about yourself. I never understood that whole concept, which is why, you know, I don't really get into, you know, doing like astrology readings or, you know, getting into um, teaching people about themselves because I feel like yeah. it's something that's very intimate to yourself. You know, uh, your birth chart is like your fucking spiritual social security. You know, it's your yeah. blueprint. So everybody's not supposed to have access to that information. You right. know what I mean? I, only reason I said it here publicly is because I don't made too many goddamn videos on the internet. So everybody know my placements by now. But yeah, it's something that should be real sacred to you. It teaches you a lot about yourself. I just really feel as though when it comes to social media, it's like <laughs> it's, I'm laughing because I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about all these videos that people have made 
like oh if you're a, a capricorn or a libra and a gemini be ready to get money within the next 24 hours like where is this coming from like <laughs> is it for views is it because you want the i don't know if you want your analytics to be up or That's something but i feel as though it's so misleading it is so yeah. misleading because as as many astronomy and astrology books that i've read there is nothing in those books that say because this is your sign you're destined to get this type of money you're yeah. destined to be gifted with this this and that like the stars and the planets don't sit here and drop money bags on you because you're a freaking virgo or something it doesn't work like that thank you <laughs> thank you and like it, like i said it's so misleading because when it comes to astrology you're not supposed to be sitting here trying to bait people to believing that, oh, because I'm this sign and this sign only, that means that I'm destined for this. Like, no, you never know. Maybe your Jupiter is influencing how you get money. Exactly. Maybe it might influence how you di get different jobs or whatever, promotions or good news that people like to talk about. And I really feel bad because like this new age spirituality stuff really kind of just like messed up the whole meaning of what spirituality is yeah astrology does play some kind of role into it but astrology i feel as though is something that's more personal for yourself you shouldn't have to sit here and basically promote it in a way that it's misleading exactly. to have people feel as though that you know oh because i'm this this and that oh, I'm going to get a new lover in like another month or I'm going to get good news. Your astrology is basically for you to learn yourself. A lot of people don't know themselves and you can sit here and go on Google and look up your sun sign, but that's still not going to tell you about yourself. That's literally just like the basic known personality traits of that specific sign that does not explain exactly who you are and it's kind of sad because as many times as I've seen people make posts about astrology, they don't really get too far deep into it as far as like the different houses and different planets within your chart. They just talk about the sun sign or your moon sign or your rising sign. And that just leaves a lot of people in the dark because they're just like, okay, well, what else, what else is there? And let's definitely, what else is about, there? Let's definitely talk about these horoscopes. I am so sick of people just thinking that their horoscope is just their, their GPS through life. Okay. Like mm -hmm. there, it's, it, it's so, it gets on my nerves so much because people will be like, okay, if you sit around in your house all day, you're not working, you're not posting anything, you're not going out there, you don't have no drive, you don't have no ambition, and you're sitting on a damn couch all day, and it's just like, oh, I saw this horoscope, it said that I'm going to be rich in uh, two months, and you're doing the same shit, it's not going to happen for you right. that way. You know, so people really rely on horoscopes, they really rely on their zodiac sign to put them somewhere in life, but they're not actually applying themselves correctly at all to exactly. even achieve anything. You know, uh, people will be relying on these damn charts and the stars so goddamn much, what about God? Yeah. What about praying? <laughs> what about getting off the? What about getting off your ass? You know what I'm saying? Going out there and making something actually happen. So it's just like I see people that get so trapped in that, which is why it's like something yeah. that I don't really tap into. It's not something I really teach on my channel either. Um, I might speak about it here and there, but I don't get too deep in it because I don't want to become that that person that is just trying to sell people a dream. Good news. Yeah, That's just all you trying to sell people yeah. a dream or just be like, oh my god, um, you know, the retrograde just passed. 
Cancer, Aries, um, Taurus, Leo, Virgo, Libras, um, y'all are about to lose your lover. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. who am I to tell people that? You know what I'm saying? What if these people exactly. just, they just got happily married? Like, they're good. Like, what makes you think they're just like, oh, yeah, just because, you know, the, the stars and the planets are, are aligned in a certain way, this means that your life's about to be all in shambles. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, it's yeah. not something I've ever really tapped into. And like at the that. least, it might expose something that was already supposed to happen. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Y'all yeah, are already yeah, on the decline. Yeah. And you just, you just took it to that point. So, what then, about like it just pisses me off because people just like, oh my god, yeah, I'm I'm sorry, I'm this way, I'm just a Capricorn. It's like, no, you're just a bitch. This is just who you are. You just you speak <laughs> this way to certain people, and you're just being an asshole. Okay, like you're not. Don't just try to sit here and just blame everything on your your zodiac sign. Oh, um, you know, I I flipped out on you when I threw a glass table at your head because you know, um, no, you know, I'm a Gemini, so you know that's how we get down. Like, no, you need fucking counseling. Like, you need. <laughs> Go get some therapy. Go get some healing. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! Like I'm sorry. I'm just I'm just an Aries, so I'm sorry that I threw you down a flight of stairs. Like it's just the Aries in me. No, like go get help for real. So what about like the love aspect? I've heard people literally say out their mouths physically. Oh, what's your sign? Because I don't fuck with Scorpios. I don't fuck with and bro, Pisces men. We catch so much hell, bro. They talk so much shit about Pisces men. Tell you, I don't know why. I don't know what we did. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves. Um, You know, I've always been a spiritual person. You know, I've always been interested in astrology. But this new generation with all this technology and social media apps and stuff like that, that is the biggest thing that I cannot stand. People are just always like, oh, well, what's your favorite sign to date? Because I dated a Sagittarius and oh, I can't stand them no more because of one simple freaking experience that you had with someone who so happened to be a Sagittarius. I don't like the fact that <laughs> I don't like the fact that people try to basically put one sign in a whole complete category yeah. and just say, you know, what, fuck all y'all because this person that I was with cheated on me and Pisces, there was man. this. Okay, for example, I was with a Pisces and he cheated on me and messed with my feelings, so I don't fuck with Pisces no more. Like, okay, he could have been a Pisces, but little do you know, he could have been a fucking Aries Venus. Yeah, like nobody talks yeah. about the Venus sign. Like, yeah. for example, your Venus sign is literally about your love how you are in relationships what you attract in a relationship Mm -hmm. what you give out in a relationship Mm -hmm. that person's sun sign has nothing to do with how they love like for me for example i'm a taurus people fuck with taurus people don't it's okay but i have a cancer venus so like i'm a soft ass fucking taurus like (laughs) even though taurus are known for being all cozy and cuddly and "Mm, let's stay in the bed for today let's not do anything for today i'm really freaking soft to an extent because most people know cancers they got those claws so they can pinch you whenever they feel like it Mm -hmm. but i feel as though that's what everybody tends to forget they're just like oh you're a leo oh I can't fuck with you. And I, I will tell you, like, admittedly, I was guilty of that once upon a time before I, you know, I actually educated myself on the actual different, I guess you could say different planets of people's charts and how it influenced them. I remember saying, like, oh, I used to date a Leo and dang, I just hate all of them. I, I don't want to be with one no more. Mm-hmm. Little do I know, he could have had, like, a whole different freaking Venus sign different mm-hmm. from his sun sign mm-hmm. and that would have been like okay well i know in the future what to look out for i know not to get myself involved with people with this specific sign right. because i know what they're going to bring me but also you got to take in consideration you also have to take in consideration that some people are, some are developed and undeveloped
developed, okay? Mm-hmm. So you can be yeah. dealing with a developed Pisces or undeveloped Pisces. You right. can be dealing with That's a developed uh, Gemini and an undeveloped Gemini. You know, like, so there's people that are in different places in their life, you know? So, for example, like, even when it comes to my love life, okay? Like, I'm an Aries, you know? Um, we stay... The- far away from earth signs okay because we feel like they're boring we feel like they don't do enough we feel like you know they don't they lack passion i literally married a taurus you know what i'm saying like (laughs) i married a taurus so it's just like y'all got to understand that there's people that are undeveloped and you know what i'm saying that are developed so the whole aspect of just like categorizing a certain sign just because you had one bad experience with them is just is it's real childish and it doesn't really make any sense either it's complete bullshit yeah it is complete bullshit seriously because like i'm a fire sign that literally married an earth sign and you know we were guilty of that in the beginning of our relationship too because she was just like i don't fuck with fire signs and i was like i don't fuck with earth signs so you know i don't know how far (laughs) this is gonna go you know (laughs) but but look at us now so it's just i just feel like you got to stop listening to the blogs. You got to stop listening to the posts. You got to stop listening to these people that are trying to tell you how their love life is going when they're probably the most toxic person on earth. Let's talk about that. Cause okay. some of these fucking astrologers okay. out here like, Oh yeah. Um, I can teach you about your plans. I can teach you about your stars, blah, blah, blah. But they'd be in the most fucked up situations. I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. I thought you knew everything. Mm-hmm. I thought you knew everything. I thought you knew everything about everybody, how they process information. I thought that you know how to get around all this stuff, but just listen to yourself listen to god listen to your spirits and don't get so caught up on the whole astrology aspect especially when it comes to love i would definitely say when it comes to you know reading your chart or whatever the best thing that you can do you know research your signs you know research your houses Mm -hmm. but only apply yourself to what actually you know resonates with you because not everything under each specific sign that you're born under is going to resonate with you completely. It could be something completely different for somebody else. Just, you know, get along with what resonates with you. So therefore, you know how to figure yourself out. You know how to learn yourself. You learn right. how to communicate. You learn how to see people, you know, perceive people. You learn how to love. You don't know how to function. Your health, this, this, and that. All the above the best thing that a person can do is just, you know, just get with whatever resonates with you. That's all I can pretty much say. That's all it should be. That's all it should be because, you know, you're an Aries. There could be another Aries out there that's just like, oh, I'm not hot-headed. That don't resonate with me. Yeah, I met a couple of Aries that are just cool-minded as hell. Yeah, you just <laughs> pick and choose what resonates with you, what you feel as though that, you know, you actually are something that you agree with, and you just roll with that. That's all. And man, they just pretty much pack them up and sit them out of Hey, come on, you know, look at you. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes but. I can't lie. It's like a switch. You y'all know what I'm saying? Someone tune with y'all emotions. Uh huh. You know, Aries, we can get a little toxic. You know, playing with people' feelings. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> it goes. You know. You know. They're talking about about the wildest signs and everything. But what about? I guess like, okay. So let me break it down like this. For people who are curious and want to get started on that journey about learning more about their chart, their signs, where should they start? Break it down for them. CoStar. Well, <laughs> yeah, CoStar is a good app. But the first thing that a person should always know before they decide to get into astrology, one, know the time that you were born mm-hmm. from the hour to the minute, whether it's a.m. or p.m., Know what city you were born in, what state you were born in, because different parts of the world has a different effect. 
um just know your birthday know mm-hmm. your birthday but definitely know your time because it'll be very accurate at that point if you don't know your time that is also okay but you're not going to be able to receive as much information as you would like to and without Look, your time you probably won't be able to get your um your rising sign correctly yeah that's what i'm saying like you're not going to be able to receive as much information but there are plenty of apps that you can um, download on your phone on your computer there's plenty of books out here that will be able to you know give you in full detail which each planet and which each housing or whatever it is um the definition of each and how it affects the person and what it means um so it it's pretty easy you know we're in the 21st century this is 2021 you can literally go on google and type it up and they got the answers right there for you <laughs> yes. do your fucking research that's all I, got, all I got to say to everybody all right and i personally use time passages uh i did I use co-star you know yeah, the time, time passages, passages and it, it it broke me down y'all literally head to toe who i am you know what i'm saying and, and it's a lot of truth in there mm-hmm. so if you are interested like they said ask your mama for your birth certificate <laughs> grab it from up under your mattress Wherever you're hiding it at. Try get, to get it like in a cardboard box or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Got it somewhere. Packed got up it in the attic. Just get it. Get your <laughs> time, place. Type it into the app. And it'll get everything right there. If you need help with it, you know, they they social media out here. You can hit mine. I try my best. You know, I, I'm going to probably go call them and ask them for help. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's going to go back around. But, hey, if you are curious, you want to know more about your sun, moon, rising, Venus, Mars, the rest of them, you know, all them other places, your mid heaven. Um, I'm missing a few, but it's a lot. It's a lot. It's if a you, lot. If but you want to know about the maps, yeah, will break it down. They'll break it down for you. So the segue, um, and if you don't like what the app is telling you, don't be sitting there changing your birth time and shit. Talk about some like, oh no, this this can't be me. I'm, I'm not like this. <laughs> I see so many people do that shit. Like, uh, uh-uh, this this is too close for home. Uh, I think I was born at nine fifty two. I was I wasn't born at seven thirty eight. Like, nah, I was ten thirty. Ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's feeling like ten thirty right now. Like, nah, nah. Accept it And you know the, I think that's the biggest thing That uh, people Don't deal with When it comes to the Whole astrology thing Is that they yeah. just don't Accept What is being said okay? Right um, I'm a big person On faith Okay I'm a big person On God So you have to make sure That outside of your Astrology Outside of your charts Outside of your rising Your moon Your Venus Your uh, Your Chiron Your Midheaven Whatever it is Like you know, make sure you're developing a relationship with the most high so you can learn to guide and develop into yourself the proper way. Okay. Don't always just rely on the stars for everything. You also got to remember, you know, not everyone, you know, in this world believes in God. So, you know, you got to include them too. So for anybody who believes in any other higher powers and none whatsoever, just always remember at the end of the day, you are your own person. You can change and develop your characteristics and your personality you i don't know how long people gonna live on this earth but trust me you got plenty of time to you know adjust yourself to whatever environment that you're in you know change up your personality it's all pretty much on you so yeah don't always rely on you know the stars and the planets y'all see that right there that's that tourist shit right there I was, I, you see what i'm saying i was doing my thing i was being in aries i was talking about shit it's that do a little tourist thing well man you gotta make sure that you are Applying it to everybody in the world, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Now the sign's coming out. Now it's about to be zodiac wars in here Uh in a minute. Oh man, it's heating up already. So that's gonna bring us back around because I mean that's a big talking point that I had to bring up on is like religion, the other side that people can tend to separate to where it's like I'm so focused on astrology, 
you don't nobody incorporates religion with it nobody coincides it nobody goes along with my personal beliefs my morals and how that depicts who I am as a person too along with what I've already been you know destined to be through my signs and my placements mm-hmm. and religion is a big thing um I guess I can say like starting out with me like one thing about who I am when it comes to faith and religion is I grew up in church yeah I grew up in church strongly in it like had to go every Sunday whole family was there and then I like grandma had the um butterscotch in the bottom of her purse the peppermint cannons the soft peppermints and the red cinnamons and shit (laughs) (laughs) you know the church candy all the church candy it was it was like that had to sing on the choir did the plays everything and then I'm one of the people I always tell myself like curiosity was my superpower I always had questions about the what ifs and the and the what abouts in life. Like I wanted to know about the stars. I wanted to know more about are aliens real? Like what about ghosts? What about this? And it comes full circle because that's when I started to explore my own beliefs. And not saying that I, I'm not a Christian or anything or anything against my religion, but I I went to go seek more of who I was and what I represented in my own faith. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, I had questions about well, why are people the way they are mentally? You know what I'm saying And like My beliefs What do I cling to You know what I'm saying And why Um, So as I started to explore I learned a lot about myself I learned a lot about Other religions And I guess you can say I turned into a sponge I started to absorb A piece of Something from everything That I was reading I would listen to um, Atheist apologists And Muslim apologists And Christian apologists And their debate systems on like who believes what and why and why they're right and why they're wrong. Love that. I used to do the same thing. And see, as you start to explore their ideas and their beliefs, um, when you get into their religion, as I started to read, you know, certain, uh, points of their books and other things and quotes, there's like, mm-hmm. there's truth in that. Like, I didn't realize till I got in that Buddha and Jesus went through the same three temptations. Mm-hmm. That kind of, uh, as they call it, like the hero's journey to go within to kind of figure more out about like, who are you becoming as a man? That journey that we all should take. Yeah. And as I read more into this and that, it's a lot. Eastern and Middle Eastern uh, philosophers, um, Taoism, Lao Tzu, it's a lot. Yeah. And there's something to pick up that I learned a lot through that. But kind of tell me about y'all journey on like faith and religion and like what led you to where you are now versus like where you started. I mean, like, I grew up Southern Baptist. You hear me? Mm-hmm. Like, Southern Baptist. Loud hymns. Southern Baptist. You know Tim what I'm saying? Shaking. Everybody catching the Holy Ghost in that mother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The pastor, the pastor had to go take a water break because it came down <laughs> on him, too. You feel me? But um, growing up that way, man, it definitely taught me a lot about, I guess you could say, religion as a whole. Um, I was always questioning stuff when I was in the church. Right. I feel like that might have been my problem, but at the same time, I feel like that was kind of like my spiritual salvation. Yeah, that was um, I started to de- decide that you know I know that there's truth in everything because the more that you start to read into these different books, whether or not you're reading into the Bible, whether or not you're reading into the Quran, you realize that a lot of these things have a lot of similarities within each other. So I was just like, you know what? Mm, maybe there's just truth in everything. And then I started studying up on this religion. I think it's called. Um, what is it called? Is it called Aminism, something like that? Where there's just like belief of everything. Yeah, all religions have like, have, yeah, and that's why I was like, okay, this, this, I feel like I'm finding truth in a lot of different things. So I started to really just learn how to develop into a person that is able to just take in all information and find my truth within it. And that's life. Like, as you take walk through life, I think one of the best abilities to have is to know how to not look at a loss as a loss. 
you know how to extract something from your experience, other people's experience, and like pull in from that. Yeah, like look yeah. how he did it. Look what he did. Look what he became. That's amazing. Yeah, and I'm one of the people I value. Um, people but I value mindset I value the way that somebody thinks I have a list of people who I look at as role models and who inspire me Absolutely. and it's strictly based off how they think and how they process situations and things in life Absolutely. and you know what I'm saying I really take heed of that I will personally say like for me um, when it came to my religious journey and how I became so open minded you know like the rest of us, you know, I also grew up in the church. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's where it started. Yeah. It's where it's always started at. Um, I w- well, actually, I was. No, let me backtrack a little bit. I didn't get brought up into the church until like later on in my life. You know, I was already a free spirited person. There was mm-hmm. like no religion that was a part of me. Um, but I ended up getting into it, you know, because you know that's what family do. They just like you know you coming to church with me and you you ain't got no say so. Yeah. So. This is uh, the only way. Yeah, yeah, and that that's a th- that's another thing right there. I'm gonna touch on that later. Uh, that that this is the only way thing. That's not that's not cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would say you know I also grew up in a church, and me being a child, you know I was very curious because you know being a child already, you're already curious of nature and things around you in general. Exactly. So when I was growing up in the church, I'm just like I'm constantly asking, well, why, why. That's the only question I have. Why do we do this? Or why do we read this? Or why do we sing this? Or why do we pray like this? Or who are we praying to? Who is Jesus? Like, Mm -hmm. what is this man? Uh, So there was a lot of questions that I asked myself. And as I got older, knowing that, you know, I had a lot of more freedom to myself. I had more say so of what I wanted for myself. Um, There was a lot of things that I experienced in my life that, you know, Christianity could not explain. So that just naturally programmed me to be like, you know, what, I got to look further out. There's more out there that I need to know because me going to the church and trying to explain to the pastor like, hey, this is what's going on with me or I witnessed this. They're going to be like, well, baby, read the Bible. Yeah. Honey, the Bible not gonna tell me nothing about what's going on yeah. with me. I, I, or if I tell them, I'm like, you know, I'm feeling real down. I think I need to go see a therapist. No, you don't need to see no therapist, baby. We got the Bible. We're we gonna Bible. pray for you. Like, Bible. you know what? That kind of was just like, you know, yeah, that's nice and all, but that's not gonna work for me. So I gotta look a little more deeper. And you know, I got into you know reading some books. You know, I got into um, basically, you know educating myself on different religions because you know i have a lot of friends that come from all over the world different backgrounds and stuff like that and you know they teach me things about that i'm always open-minded you know i don't try to disrespect anyone's religion or anyone's views or anything like that to each their own and you know there is a lot of similarities in a majority of these religions i'm not going to say if it's right or wrong because nobody can really tell you what you're doing is wrong nobody can really tell you what you're doing is right Mm -hmm. but what somebody I can tell you is that you know if you really looked up in majority of these religions whether it's the stories or the prayers or even the the historical figures that are in these texts and historical books and stuff there is some truth and similarities in it so when i noticed that i was just like okay a lot of people say you know the bible's a scam the quran is a scam buddhism is a scam but really looking into it i'm just like dang you know what it seems as though whoever was writing 
these stories or these prayers or something something happened because yeah. everybody's saying the same thing just differently right everyone's saying it differently but it all comes down to the same thing but i mean i, I really feel as though that you know a lot of people should still have that freedom to be curious a lot of people should still have that right to say you know what even though i was brought up in this religion even though i love this religion I should feel free to, you know, seek some more answers because I'm pretty sure almost, if not everybody, even if you do prayers every night, or if you go to your temples or whatnot, you're still going to be curious about certain things throughout the day. And sometimes your certain religion can't answer that for you. So when it comes to all these outside sources like astrology and paranormal stuff and things that don't tend to normally happen, like abnormal things, you know, I really feel as though that, yeah. Everybody should really get into that because you never know those specific things, those outside sources might be able to give you the answer that you're looking for. And I I just really feel as though, you know, everybody has that right to be curious. That's all I can really say. Yeah. And I always say like, it's the biggest, like for me, it was my superpower. Me wanting to know everything is the reason like I got to this point on one, allow myself the door to like explore things and not Mm -hmm. feel scared. Like, Oh no, if I go think of this, it's the devil. You know, people clean and put a lot of evil stuff on some simple things. Don't do yoga. It'll let the devil in. That's another thing. My back hurt. Exactly. That's another thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I feel as though it might be harder for some because like, you know, us coming from a Christian background, you know, they try to demonize almost literally everything. So it kind of like programs our mind to not want to step out. But I really feel as though everyone should be encouraged to, you know, don't go against your religion. You know, if you're heavily invested in your religion, don't go against it. But at the same time, you know, ask questions, be curious, go buy those books, go watch those videos, go take those notes. Especially if you're like confused. Because that's one thing that I see a lot when it comes to um, a certain community, you know, the Christian community when I was growing up, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love the Christian community. Uh, a lot of my family are Christian. You know, I grew up Christian, so I'll yeah. never be able to ever, I guess you could say, talk bad on the religion. It's yeah, just that it's it not always, wrong with it. It always, left, it always had so many loopholes to me mm-hmm. and I never really understood it. And it's just like when you ask certain questions, it's like you're stepping out of line. Yeah. Stepping, you know what I mean? You're crossing certain boundaries. You shouldn't speak about certain things that's like that. Yeah, so like when I decided to, you know, tap into the religion that I'm into now, you know, man, I, I received so much backlash because they were just like, yo, this is the devil's work. Don't you dare get involved with this. And you're talking to, to demons. These are not spirits. And, you know, like, so my whole transition into my religion now was, um, it was very, I don't know, I found a lot of freedom in it. You know, I kind of felt like a, at first, I'm not going to lie, you know, I felt like a little rebel. You know what I'm saying? I'm going against the society norms and I'm like, yeah, I'm different. Look at me, you know, but I found a lot of truth in my religion now. You know, I found a lot of um, answers to the things that I was experiencing as a young child, you know. Mm-hmm. So just being in the church, you know, I mean, you can't go to the church and just tell your, your pastor like, oh, man, I astral projected last night and I think that I saw my shadow self. They're like, what? What's going on? That's the devil. The <laughs> devil jumped into your son. You need to we need to baptize you. You need to get prayed over, you know, and doubt you and holy oil. And I'm just like, hey, man, like I feel like this is a very natural ability that we have you know what i mean especially as melanated people you know our magic our magic exactly our magic our energy our ashe that's things that we were born with you know right. so it's just like those natural abilities i feel like getting back to them is what we're supposed to do as a people and it's not that 
a certain community or the Christian community or religion period is going to hold us back from that. But it's just like, why demonize something that our ancestors did for so long? Why demonize something that our ancestors are blessing us for? You know, and one thing that I always say um, about my religion now is that as much as people like to say, "Okay, this is the devil's work or this is um, this is demons. You're not supposed to talk to your spirits. You're not supposed to venerate your ancestors. Tell tell the people what it is exactly like your religion. Okay, so I'm a part of traditional Ifa. So that is what they call Nigerian Ifa. Ifa is West African Voodoo. Okay, so Mm -hmm. it's like West African Voodoo in a way. So what we do is, man, we praise. We have um, a guardian spirit, which mm-hmm. we, which we refer to as the Orisha. The Orisha were here before our time, you mm-hmm. know. So the Orisha governs your head. You know, a certain Orisha will come down and govern your head. They will watch over you. They'll protect you. You know, they have certain aspects and certain things in life that they pour into you. But the biggest thing in my religion is ancestral veneration. We work with our spirits. We work with our ancestors. So you know. The thing that I realized when I started to get into my religion heavy, you know, I started off in Santeria Lukumi. Um, that's mm-hmm. also another um, uh, another ATR, African traditional religion. That's what they refer to as an ATR. I started off in Santeria and Lukumi, but then I transitioned into traditional Ifa um, due to just some, some other shit for another podcast. But yeah, it just didn't resonate with me, you know. So when I transitioned over here to this religion, you know, one thing that I always tell people is, you know, you pray to God, right? Right. Do you ever receive an answer? Although the answer might be something, you know, okay, this is something that have been blessed on me or this is something that God has given me. And there's no shade to anybody that is in a part of, you know what I mean, that type of religion. But in my religion, I speak to my spirits and they speak back. I speak to God and he speaks back, you know? So it's just like the religion that I'm in now, it brought me so much freedom because I didn't have that question anymore of growing up just saying, okay, who am I praying to? Are they hearing my prayers? Are my prayers being heard? Are my prayers being answered? And it's just like in this religion, we have something that we go to, which is called an ifa. You know, we go to our ifa and we ask our ifa questions. We ask for, we ask for, um, we ask for, I guess you could say, Guidance in a way That's the best way I can put it We ask for guidance We ask permission To do certain things And our Ifa will speak back to us And say yes This is good for you Yes This is um, something That you should get involved in No don't go there No don't get yourself Involved into this So it's just like To receive an answer And have that guidance Right there You know what I mean At your doorstep it, It feels more comforting Than growing up In a Christian community To where I would feel As if I had to really just Make decisions And hope and pray That it was the right one Right yeah, definitely. That, that's that's the thing. Um, I would pretty much just say, like, look at it this way. When it comes to religion, you know, it's pretty much like a fishbowl in the ocean. It's literally like that. You're like this fish, this goldfish in that mediocre little fishbowl with the little pebbles and all that. And someone just plopped you in the ocean. I really feel as though that, you know, religion is like a kind of like a transparent barrier that basically gives you bits and pieces of what's actually going on in the outside world what's going on outside in the universe these higher powers these spirits and things like that and one of the um i used to you know bump heads with a couple of my old friends who still grew up in the church and stuff and you know we try to keep it respectful and open-minded as possible um but I'm also involved, you know, in the Ifa tradition as well. So when people are questioning me about my ways of religion, I'm just like, you know what? Even though it may be different, it's very similar. You pray to God, 
we also pray to God. And that's another thing I really feel as though when people hear outside religions, they just automatically assume, oh, y'all don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking to spirits. Oh, you don't believe in God. Oh, you got pictures of your, your dead grandma on your wall with candles. Oh, you don't believe in God. Like, no, we still do the same thing. You know, you guys get baptized. We get washed in the rivers. It's the same thing. Same thing. You guys get doused in oils. We do, too. You guys get prayed over. We do too. It's the same exact thing. We might have different names. We might have different positions. We might have, you know, different outcomes or whatever, but it's all within the same thing. And I just really feel as though, you know, religion is really like that fishbowl with you being in the ocean. Yeah, you're seeing the all the water, but you're only enclosed in some of it. You're only enclosed in some of it and you can't really go out as far as you would like to because you're held up by this barrier that's like keeping you away from the entire thing of water basically and i really feel as though that you know us just simply being human beings you know even people of color i really feel as though that something like this will really resonate with a lot of people of color because you know we have all different kinds of cultures and religious views or whatever but there's always that one similarity that comes down to it and i just really feel as though that you know not to let religion be that that barrier not to let it be that wall for you because the answers that you might be seeking will be out there in that ocean jump out that bowl and get into that ocean dive deep dive deep and it takes time for yourself you know you really have to ask yourself is this something that i want to do not so necessarily saying that you have to be pressured into it because i will never peer pressure anyone say yeah go to the other side look deeper look down within if you feel comfortable in the relationship that you have made with your religion that's okay that's fine but for those but for those who are curious for those who experience like for example outer body experiences different dreams paranormal experiences and stuff like that if you feel as though that your religion cannot answer that dive deep dive deep the answers are out there the answers are out there you never know there could be a whole different type of religion that can give you all the answers that you're looking for that's what happened with me for personal experience you know i had a lot of things going on with me as a kid i've seen a lot of things and i'm just like dang if i go to the church and i tell them what's going on with me you already know they're gonna schedule dang baptism for me the next day or something Mm -hmm. no for real though (laughs) okay they have like a the pastor and like the church mothers pop up at my house knocking on the door or whatever but (laughs) i found a lot of answers that i was looking for and even though i really feel as though religion could be like that addition to your life i really feel as though religion shouldn't rule your entire life and your entire purpose of being here it's like a stepping stone basically it's a it's a good addition but you shouldn't let that specific religion basically rule your entire life because you just being a child of god you being a product of our creator you have every right to go find the answers to all your curiosities right i really feel as though everyone is entitled to that but yeah that's that's and pretty much that's it. that's a big important part like a lot of what i learned about the bible came from when i stepped outside to go figure everything else out in life uh-huh. and then right. it made me learn like honestly I, I love the bible there's so many things in there to teach you about life and if i could call it something else it would be the book of love if you wanted to understand what love looks like in its many forms in many ways and its many expressions the truth in it is in there and i just feel like I think the biggest separation that we had was who's who's preaching it and what they're saying. Exactly. I've, I've seen like 
we've all heard. I've heard TD Jakes. I've heard um, some other people. You know, hit or miss. But I've heard a lot of people speak on things that like. Thank you for tying it back to life. Thank you for mm-hmm. tying this section of the Bible to something that can, you know, resonate with me and align exactly. me with what I've done. And then it all goes back to like who's been preaching it to you and what are they saying? Because from mm-hmm. certain people's life, you tell somebody something and they'll quote Genesis. They'll quote, you know, Job. They'll quote Jeremiah. They'll quote, you know, any part of the Bible where, you know, you find something, but they'll just read you the quote. And yeah. as I started looking at documentaries and reading books, it literally sat there and come and would tell you, but like between the lines, what this actually means, you know, love thy neighbor. That don't mean, you know what I'm saying? You got straight up, but it's the appreciation out of somebody who can help you understand more about yourself in life. Love your enemy is because your enemy will reveal something about you. Yeah. Your enemy will tell you something that you have going on in your life. Where does this anger come from? Where does it stem from? And why is it against this person? So when something brings that part out of you, it's up to you to like, Love and appreciate this person Because he's telling you Something about yourself Something that you can use To become better And it's just like The whole time Just love your enemy Just let him do Like we just take it At surface level But that Bible Nobody's like Breaking it down To like what it means Between the lines And I think that's The biggest separation That I started to realize The Bible is very truthful But you need somebody In your life As a God and light Who can sit there And let you know Like read it word for word But this is the meaning Behind it Somebody yeah. to break it down for you. Yes. So the Bible is very powerful, a very Bible, strong thing. I really do think that the Bible is a book of truth, man. Yes, it I is. I read the Bible to this day. Yes, I, I love everything about the Bible, man. It, it's it's a it's a very good life reference for me. Yeah, you know, as if I if I'm facing certain things or I'm facing certain insecurities, I know that I can run to certain passages and just be like, okay, this is what's going to help me throughout this. Right. You know what I mean, so definitely, I I would never, ever, ever in my life try to. Sway away from the Bible, no matter yeah. what religion. I'm yeah, involved. don't ever discredit it, uh-uh. man. Don't yeah. ever discredit it's it. Power. I. Power. It's like it's kind of like what's the word that I'm looking for? It's even if you're not even a Christian, you know, the Bible can always be just like a a how to reference. Basically, man, it's like a it's, like a, it's book, basically yeah. like a manual to life. And you know, you were actually right when it it's about you know how people. Um, perceive the Bible and how they give the information. You really got to listen to who you're listening to and what kind of frequency they're coming from. Because a lot of people these days, when they're like trying to give verses to you or, you know, shove verses down your throat or whatever, it can be like ego driven, very ego driven. Like, you know, this it's very controversial. It's a very controversial thing, especially today. Um, you know, a lot of people are now starting to open their eyes to realizing how Christianity was formed against, you know, black people basically how it was used as a means to control the population of black people and how to colonize our mindsets and basically things like that but the bible itself is not about colonization of black people it's not to colonize african americans it's not to colonize any of the slaves that were brought over here the bible is an actual textbook in general you know the bible's been around for god knows how long and it's never about you know for anyone to hate on each other but because of the people that was preaching from it mm-hmm. it instilled a lot of controlling mindsets and it instilled a lot of hate right. into other people and us as a whole and it got to the point to where it kind of i would say in a way brainwashed some of us really to where we deeply rely on the human interpretation of what these verses mean because there's still houses and there's still churches that really work 
instill fear. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I say it's a very controversial thing because, you know, this is 2021. All praise to all those who feel comfortable in their skin. Live your truth. Live in your truth. Be who you are. But, you know, a lot of people are starting to wake up and realizing, you know, education is truly key. If you realize a lot of things in the Bible, like, for example, this is the main topic that everybody loves to talk about when it comes to homosexuality as a thing. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people learned or grew up knowing that, you know, the Bible was to speak against homosexuality. But because we have a lot of scholars and people that are into history, thank God for them, you know, they pretty much went deep down and realized, you know, the Bible doesn't really speak anything about homosexuality whatsoever you know they speak about child predators they speak about you know people who you know involve themselves with children or have a lustful eye towards children mm-hmm. and a lot of people um what was that verse that had to do with what they said was homosexuality again what was it like a man should never sleep with another man lay down with another man or something like that yeah 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 telling two cities yeah and you know these scholars really found out like that verse wasn't talking about homosexual people it was really talking about men or women just humans in general adults that have an eye for children like that is a sin everybody knows like you should never look at children and it's a it's a lot of things in the bible that people are brainwashed into believing due to the people that we've heard it from we don't know what their agenda was behind it. Obviously, we do now. You know, it was in a means to control people and to decolonize them from whatever cultures that they already came from. And, you know, Christianity started in Ethiopia. It started there and how they created. Oh, my God. Oh, you good. You good. You good. <laughs> and how they did it. It was no in no means to harm anybody. It was in no means to, you know speak out against anyone and demonize anyone and try to control anyone but you know how history goes (laughs) you know how history goes since we were you know taught by you know people of the european descent um it pretty much changed the whole translation of the bible itself and it's 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 pretty bad it's real sad when you think about it but Kudos to all those who are looking deeper into finding, you know, the actual meaning of the Bible. You know, I really feel as though even though I'm in the tradition that I'm in, the Bible is still always a good reference. It's still a good reference because it teaches you how to love. It's literally the book of love. Like you said, it teaches you how to love people around you. Never judge nobody. Don't worry about what someone has. Reach a hand out to those in need. You know, it's not just about being a good person so you can get into heaven. No, it's just teaching you how to be while you're here on this earth, how to function, how to get along with everyone, whether they're black, white, purple, orange, short, tall, fat, skinny, don't matter. Even with animals, teach you how to love onto animals and utilize them and be like function as one with the whole entire universe as a whole. I think that, um, I think that one thing that people forget is that love is the frequency that everybody should be focused on 24 yes. seven. And love is not always, Oh, you, me, you're my lover. We're in love. You know, love is a frequency of just love healing itself. Neighbor. Love thy neighbor, love thyself, you know, um, love thy faith love that religion, whatever it is that you find, you know, that you're close to, whatever it is that you find that you're connected to, love that. Because love is the frequency that's going to save you from anything. And I feel as though a lot of people forget 
admit that because like you can literally see a stranger on the street and just be like hey i love you yeah. you don't know how bad they might have needed that they, that would put the biggest smile on someone's face just by saying hey i care about you i love you and i don't know why in today's society that shit is so weird you know it's so weird to show love to people. It's so weird to, um, you know, be there for people that even though y'all not close friends, you know what I mean? People be like, oh, yeah, nothing. My day ones, no new friends, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. But you never know who really needs a helping hand. So it's always good, you know, and even in our religion, in our tradition, you know, it's all about you, you know what I'm saying? All about good character, always being there for people, always, you know, being that better person, always being that helping hand if you feel as if you can't help. So when it comes to... Yeah, and help is not always financial you know maybe somebody just needs somebody to talk to that day maybe they need a shoulder to cry on and what what what's wrong with being that shoulder what's wrong with being that help what's wrong with being there for somebody what happened to that that's the part that always freaks me out about the world today is that everyone wants to be so cold-hearted everybody wants to be so so distant everybody wants to be so malicious everybody wants to be you know so hateful and think so about, spiteful to other people and and people like swear that they were so weird so weird it's people so swear crazy. that they were so weird like i i never understood that I, I never understood that you know like you said the bible is basically a book of love i really feel as though that you know if a lot of people pour more love into everyone in this world we would pretty much be at peace yeah pretty much be at peace pretty much one all one vibrating on one frequency like love is the highest frequency you can heal a lot of people with the, just love and that's what i that's what i i got a title on me one of my favorite you know thinkers Rumi, an Eastern philosopher, and it's tatted on my side. Well, the side of my arm, my forearm, only from the heart can you touch the sky. That's the freeing energy. That is the freeing thing. That Go literally, ahead, preach. You know preach. what I'm saying? Like, love <laughs> is that big thing. It's like, I think you told me the other day, it was just like, people got to get that concept of time out of your head. Yeah. Allow, allow yourself yeah. to feel how you feel, no matter, like, in the present moment, today. Definitely. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? If you wake up and love somebody... Don't worry about it. It's too early. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck it. That's what society has taught us, though. Society has taught us, oh, yeah, you know, it's a certain time limit that you need to be with someone before you marry them. It's a certain time limit that you need to be with someone before, you know, that you say that they love you. You know, um, and although, you know, in certain situations that can raise some red flags, you know, may, may be some internal issues that that person is not dealing with, you know, to be talking to somebody for three days and be like, you know, oh, I love you. Yeah. You know, that is kind of some scary shit. I won't lie yes. about that. It's some scary shit to just hear, you know what I mean? We know each other for 72 hours. Like, damn, I met your ass off Tinder. Like, you know, <laughs> I met you off Tinder. Like, I don't know nothing about you. You don't know nothing about me. Hell, you don't even know what the and my feet stink. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't even know nothing about me we're compatible like, yeah we're compatible as fuck you're the love of my life and you know we should we should be there to the end you know that so that is a little bit of a red flag for me you know saying people fall in love too quick but at the same time you know what i've learned throughout my 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 marriage now you know what i learned throughout my relationship and what i'm learning throughout my marriage now is that you know time is really a misconception yeah you know time is really time really doesn't exist you know and then you can sit back and really reflect on the fact that you know you can meet some people like tomorrow and they can treat you way better than people that you've known for 10, 15, 20 years. Truly. You know I mean? Somebody can really pour into your life in three hours more than your mom did your entire life. True as hell. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm saying time is a real big misconception that people need to get that idea out of their head. Things can happen instantly. And it all goes back to what we were just talking about, how love is the frequency of all man. 
Love yeah. is the frequency of all. Love is strong enough to heal you, but love could also be strong enough to drown your ass too. <laughs> it's just mm. like water. Mm. Love is water, okay? Like in my religion, we said what we say, omitutu, okay? You know what I'm saying? Cool waters, cool waters. You got to make sure that those waters are always calm because mm-hmm. waters can fuck you up too. You ever been out there in the ocean before? You know what I'm saying? During a hurricane? Uh, don't say yes. I hope you haven't been out there in the no. ocean during a hurricane before. Not but yeah, can't you know what I mean? Me. We can see how chaotic the waters can get, Yeah, you know, but we can also see how kind and gentle the waters can be. The waters can cleanse us. The waters can, you know, refresh us. You know, we can intake it and we can digest it and find hydration in it. But sometimes, you know what I'm saying, the waters can fuck you up. Kill you. So it goes, yeah, it can make you throw up. You know what I mean? Sometimes it can drown you. You know, it can make you lost at sea. You know, so you have to always make sure that you have that connection with water. Okay? Water is love. Water is life. That's my strongest That's my strongest belief. I live by that every day. You know, I feel like water is one of our strongest ancestors. Water is everybody's ancestor. Because guess what? We all got water in us. Yeah. From the day that we were born, we all have water in us. I don't know the exact percentages, but you know what I'm saying? Our body is blood and water. You feel me? Right. So, like, we all have water in us. Water is our strongest ancestor. Water is there for us 24-7. So, water is just like love is. It's always there. And although it may hurt sometimes, or, you know, sometimes it, it may not, but love is always there. Water is always present. And we have to make sure that we pour into each other the same way. And there's two big things. Like, I always say, um, be careful because the things you love can sometimes be the weapon formed against you. Mm-hmm. You know, when you love something and not loving it or appreciating it properly or blindly loving it and not knowing what it what it can do. You know, the things, the relationships that we have with jobs, relationships we have with people. The way we tie ourselves down to one spot and don't mm-hmm. think about being somewhere else. Like mm-hmm. the, the relationship you got to your city. I'll never I'll never leave. You know what I'm saying? The thing that you love so much can be the reason why you never excel, never grow, or never expand. It can be the person you love so much that you never see how wrong that they've been doing you, that they never truly loved you. Love, like the things you love, you have to be careful because I say it can be the weapon formed against you. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was saying, man. Water is is, is love, bro. Yeah. It's all about keeping that cool mind. It's all about keeping that cool water because you have to make sure that it's it, water is a symbolization of clarity. Right. You know what I mean? We see through it. Love that. Water is a symbolization of clarity. So if water is if water is cloudy, you know what I'm saying? We can't see anything. We can't feel anything. You wouldn't drink some cloudy water, would you? Yeah, no. You see a glass, you'd be like, oh, shit, what the hell is that? I don't want none of that. That shit look weird. You got to always make sure that it, your water is clear. You have to always make sure that your water is clear. Got that, got that fluoride water. They got fluoride in the water trying to kill us, y'all, trying to give us ADHD. And like, make a doom thing about love is it's very important and that's why i just wish since we're still on that topic of religion i really feel as though like i said religion is that barrier not only for curiosity to educate yourself but i really feel as though religion is also a barrier um for you know love in general because when it comes to religion it separates us right it separates all of us like they make it political sometimes yeah definitely and i hate that i hate that and that's why i I really wish that you know majority of the main religions that we are um, knowledgeable about taught more about love christianity for a fact just considering the fact that i grew up in that religion so i i personally feel as though i have a right to say what i'm about to say um i just feel as though that you know christianity would teach more about you know loving the people around you i know you know a lot of the asian or eastern religions speak about love like shout out to them you know how to interact and coexist with one another um 
Christianity itself is not really like that. And I never understood that. It's more of like, I'm better than you. I'm higher than you because this is who I serve. This is who I pray to. And if you don't agree to these ideologies, like I can't fuck with you. And it shouldn't have to be like that. I really feel as though that religion should be like a personal preference, but Mm -hmm. it shouldn't keep you away from, you know, coexisting with everyone else in the world. Everyone's entitled to their own views, but at the end of the day, me and you look the same. Right. Everybody just mind their business. Like, we look the same. We yeah, have the right. same organs, you know. We both have two eyes, you know, and even those who don't have two eyes, like, you know, we were all created the same. We came mm-hmm. from the same mother and father figures. Like, you know, we we're born the same. We eat the same. We breathe the same air. We drink the same water. We're all one. So, why not? love each other for that yeah and that's that's the big thing that's why i say like it's important to let that curiosity like drive you and let that be your fuel and be that sponge because i've never been a person who said if you're not a christian if you're not this then i can't fuck with you i can't mess with you because like i say i love to take things from everybody i feel like you can learn something from everybody i can look at you and be like like you can look at me and say why do you love people so much like They've done this to you and they've done this to you, but you still show people love. Why is that? And that's exactly. what Christianity, and that's what I took Christianity. I then still I can, ask you that shit to this day. Hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> you know how it go. And then we can see each other. I can see you. I'm like, bro, like, how are you so calm through? Yeah. It's so loud. It's so here. How do you still find peace? How, how do you do that? And it's all because what you learned. So I'm here to teach you how I went through what I went through, and I've learned to love people through, through the things that I've been through. And I look at you like, look at what you've become. You've managed to stay calm through these horrendous in these aggressive situations and that's something that we can share become close for love each other for learn like that's what being open-minded is like it's not if you're not a christian you'll never understand me no bro like you have something i don't you know something i don't and that can always add value to my life vice versa i can add value to yours doesn't mean that you always have to agree to right And it goes back to what I just said. Like, literally, if everybody just mind their business, like, the world would be so much better. Right. Because, okay, like, you're a Christian. I'm Muslim. Let's say that for, for per se. Let's say that you're Christian. I'm Muslim. You know what I mean? I might praise God a different way. I might have certain celebrational days. I might, you know, even have certain times during the day that I go pray. And you're like, oh, in my religion, we don't do that. You know, well, as long as you support me, you know. Me. Yeah, I pray before bed. I don't do that. What are you, what are you doing? You would tell me you praying six times during the day. You know what I mean? So my thing is just that if you are with somebody, or if you're invested into someone, uh, whether or not that's a lover, whether or not that's a friend, as long as you respect the fact that, you know, this is how they give their praise and how you give your praise. Literally, it's just the concept of just minding your business. That's all it is. Religion is just one part of your life. That's it. It's just one part of your life. It may be a major part in your life, but it's just one part of your life, you know? So people got to really understand that, you know, just because someone may not agree or maybe wasn't brought up a certain way into your religion doesn't mean that they're going to disrespect it. Doesn't mean that they don't care about it, but it's just, hey, this is just not me, you know? And that's okay. And that's all right. That's okay. And that's another thing, like tying all it together. I'm gonna go back on the point is like when I started to understand that it's important to pay homage and really understand your history and ancestry. You know, people, you got to sit back and realize like there's there's strength in your faith and your belief in God, but there's strength also in your blood. Like we, you are a product of. 12 generations previously Which means that You're one person Who came from 4,096 people Before you exactly. 4,096 people That made, did what they did How they did it What they believed in And what they went through Same blood All created 
you. You're, mm-hmm. I'm one person, and 12 generations back, that's 4,096 people that came before me, and this is how I got here, through that blood, through mm-hmm. this bloodline. And it's a lot mm-hmm. to, like, respect and understand, and that's why people should understand that part of themselves, too. It's just, like, exactly. this shit is strong. Like, like this is that. your blood. This is your blood You have to like Pay attention to it You know The way that your family Has been through What it's been through You're, you're a product Of what resilience Looks like And what chances And like Strength looks like It's in you to be strong It's already there You just gotta know How to tap in Look at it Appreciate it Learn and understand it And use that So that way you know Like the next 4,096 people That come from your blood After you The next 12 generations Looks just as strong If not stronger You know You're creating a new legacy You're branding it You're, you're making it bigger And you're giving it to your children Your children will respect it Learn it Understand it And give it to theirs And then it will be strong You know For so many years For so many generations To come after I agree Thousand percent. Hey, I, I, I ain't got shit to say. Hey, you just drop the mic. <laughs> go ahead and drop the outro now. We good. <laughs> Let's go ahead and take a break. <laughs> yeah, you feel me? He killed it, though, for real. Because my thing is just that even when, and this might not even be on topic, but it, it goes back to what you just said, man. How many people did you say? 12 generations? 12 generations, 4,096 people. 4,096 people, man. Do you all think that they praise the same way? Do you think that they all pray the same way? Mm-mm. You all think they love the same way? That's why you I have a unlimited, idea. you know what I'm saying? An unlimited uh, way of just of how to live life. Yeah, don't you know, be stuck to don't one be thing. conformed to one thing. You're um, like over a million people in one. You right. know, every blood cell that you have, that's a different spirit. You know what I'm saying? So like you should live life that way and understand that you know your life might take you down this way uh, a certain day it might take you down this road a certain way maybe you process information this way maybe you process process information that way you know but you have to understand that there's just multiple beings within one being there's multiple minds within one body you know so it's all about finding out how you can depict yourself you know what I'm saying from the difference does that make sense yeah so it's just like my thing is is. When it comes to religion, when it comes to astrology, going all the way back to the beginning of the podcast, when it comes to religion, when it comes to astrology, when it comes to um, just love in general, understand that there's multiple ways to do everything. There's multiple ways to do everything. Yes. You have to understand that, you know, and I feel like that's what society really forgot is that there's just what works for you may not work for me. Right. It doesn't mean that my way is wrong. It doesn't mean that your way is right. You know what I mean? It's just like the whole 69 effect. You know what I mean? If I'm standing on the other side, like, okay, I see 69, you see 96. But it's all the same concept. It's all the same thing. We just analyze and see things differently. But it's all coming together at the end of the day. That's how I feel about everything in life. It all works together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yin and yang, the, the bad with the good, the, the light with the dark. You gotta, you gotta let people. Like I think that's the big thing. Like you have to allow. I know some people are invasive with their thoughts and their ideas on how they push it against other people. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to help you, bro. Do this. Do this. Do this. But what comes first is consideration Like you have to know how to empathize With consideration One of the stories I love to tell somebody When I'm preaching this point Is saying There's a story about You know A monkey Who's in the forest And one day He gets up in the tree And he's hanging down to um, And he sees a fish In the river And he swings down And grabs the fish And he says Let me save you from drowning Says the monkey to the fish Mm -hmm. And it's just like That's him thinking He's doing something good For somebody But the fish is in his environment The fish is swimming the monkey thought he was doing something good for him. Took him out, you know, and obviously, like, that would kill a fish. So it's that point of view that you have to look at other people's lives. It's just like, look at what's good for them and what it can be for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you step in and push, push this agenda, before you say, this can help you. 
you know, we all have these intentions. And, you know, let's say good intentions pave the road to hell. Because when things, when we suck at execution and we do certain things and, you know, you end up making things worse off than it was, you led with good intentions, but the execution part kind of failed. That's exactly why I feel like, you know, observation is key. Exactly. Observation is key. You know, before you decide to invest yourself into something or someone's situation, maybe you should really analyze the whole situation to see even if this person is happy with what they're doing. Yeah. If they're healthy in what they're doing. If they're living, if they're really living their life, you know, the way that they want to in the situation then before you get yeah. involved into it. You, then you know? let them be. Then you let them be. Like I say, if, if the, what they preach and what they understand of being an atheist is the reason why somebody hasn't been stuck in a place or the reason why they changed their mind and became a vegan and has been strong and healthy and you know what I'm saying then literally let them be don't come over you're atheist I gotta save you save it from what I deal with that so much especially when it comes to um, social media Um, being into (laughs) being into traditional E5 oh my god man like I've dealt with so much of that especially on um, TikTok you know I'll be live like minding my business teaching you know teaching everything that I can as far as my lineage and my ways you know the way that I praise and it's just like oh no that's not the right way Jesus is king Jesus is the only way Mm -hmm. and I'm like you know Jesus might be your way you know, Jesus may be your king, and that's okay. That's fine. But you can't come over here just goddamn popping your shit like you just know everything, and this is the only way. That was the only problem that I ever had when it came to the Christian community is that they feel as if everything that is not Christianity is completely wrong. It's completely demonic. It's completely, you know, they treat it like it's trash, man. And I feel like that's just a, a horrible concept to have on anybody or anything that they decide that they want to invest themselves into in life. You know what I mean? I'm not telling somebody. Somebody, oh yeah, you you a damn pedophile. Yeah, you better sit your ass down. I'm gonna tell you that. You know what I'm saying? There's, <laughs> there's obviously right from wrong. You right. know what I mean? There's obviously right from wrong. But at the same time, you know, let people find their way. Yeah. I'm a big person on that. You have to let people find their way. You know, growing up, you know what I mean? Uh that Aries energy, you know what I mean? I feel like I knew it all, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, you know what I'm saying, I was educated well enough to help people during certain situations. But then it's like, damn, you know, years from now I see that you're in a complete different mindset. You're in a complete different mind space. So sometimes you gotta give right. people that time to grow. And, and you know how it was themselves. for us, like when we were growing up high school and we was having these conversations and we would just sit there and say, like, oh man, like this, then the third, but then we realize it's important that we save our own breath because we talking to a deaf ear. Man. Our words, our words of wisdom, our words of help have fell upon a deaf ear. Somebody who just wants us to agree with their behavior and they want whatever we got that can help them like find the justice in what they're doing. Because when we tell them the truth, it was like, oh, now I don't want to talk to them no more. And people avoid real people. people. I think that was our whole high school career. Bro. Like, man, we were trying to help I, advice, everybody. Advice, we were trying to advice, save everybody. Advice. <laughs> Y'all was just out here being therapists. Yeah, huh? and bro, trying to save everybody, <laughs> bro. They're just like, you, me I'm and going Jerry was goddamn Dr. Phil, man. We were this, trying to help everybody. And it was so many times that we had to wash our hands of people. And like you literally like it's important. You sometimes you gotta sit back and watch people burn themselves. It's yeah. important. You have to let them go through that. And only just wait for them. Like if somebody comes to you and generally wants a piece of knowledge that you have, then generally give it. But I've learned my lesson. Like you have to let people be them. Let them burn themselves. You can try to save somebody, but I promise you're you're delaying the inevitable. You're delaying Bro, the inevitable. That is my whole mindset now, man. It's just like 
it's not that I feel like I know it all. It's not that I feel like yeah, my, no. my way is the only way. Nope. But sometimes, like, you have to be open to understand that some people have maybe even dealt with the situation that you're dealing with, and they know the outcome. They know yeah. how this is going to affect you. So right. they're trying to insert themselves and give you some advice. You know, some people are, you know, a little hard-headed, or sometimes, you know, it may even be an ego thing. You know, you don't want to take certain information from people. I feel like that has a lot to do when it comes to the black community with children and parents now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of our parents feel like they know the um, the only way. You know what I'm saying? They, sure. they, or they their egos get bruised when their child can teach them something. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's just like I had to let a lot of people fall on their face, man. Yeah. Had, over I, and I over. And over. I had to. Because, bro, you pointed out in me some of my toxic cycles that I had. Same for but you. I, and, 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 Same thing for me. And, yeah. But I was open to receiving that. That's yeah. the message I needed to receive yeah. and that you made me realize, like, you're right. Like, I'm not handling these situations because life is giving me a sign. Like, it'll happen small. Then when it comes back around, it's going to be a little bit bigger. Yeah. So, And you ain't learned the second time. All right, it's going to come back around again. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit bigger. And yeah. as, you know, things progress, I start to pick up. snowball effect. Exactly. And snowball you have effect. to know how to, like, wait, life trying to tell me something because this shit keep happening. It get worse and worse and worse. You didn't want to pay attention to it the first time. And it, it's a lot, bro. Like, you know how it go. You know how it went. And... Now it's just like I don't try to teach anybody anything. Mm-mm, I always say like I, I'm gonna tell you what I feel and what I know, and but all I'm trying to do is make you think. If I can make you think, then I've done my job. But I'm not trying to teach you anything. You Bro, know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you. It's a saying that I live by, and it actually came out of um, traditional Ifa. Um, the mountains have a higher perspective. Okay, mm. and you have to understand that you can't throw white cloth on glass. And expect for it just to just just to disappear. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So you have to understand that sometimes we have to go through our mountain phase, you know? Sometimes we have to go to the top of the mountain in our solitude and just watch everything happen and we can't interfere at all. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that's well I feel like that's real godly sometimes. You know, sometimes we have to unlock that God within ourselves and say, you know what, we may love a person or we may want to help a person, but sometimes we just have to go back to the mountain, you know, and just sit. And wait for this person to either meet us here or, you know, maybe for them to go build their own mountain and find where, um, you know, they can find themselves, you know. But the biggest thing that I've been focused on, especially when it comes to 2021, I don't know, the pandemic taught me a lot. I guess it's like we we were just in a damn house like you didn't have no choice but to sit there with yourself. And I felt like that was my my mountain moment. You know what I'm saying? That quarantine was my mountain moment because I was like, damn, I can't go out. I can't party. I can't drink. You know what I'm saying? No outside distractions. It's just like, fuck, I got to sit here and listen to myself. You know what I'm saying? I have to sit here and deal with myself. So a lot of people have to go through that mountain moment. You know, you have to go to the top of the mountain. They have to meditate by themselves. They have to be by themselves because sometimes when we're trying to receive information from so many people, it can bring us more more tragedy than it can healing. You know, a lot of confusion because the biggest thing that a person can deal with, which is what I think is the biggest witchcraft on earth, is um, mental confusion. You know. Just being torn between too too many different things, you know, that brings us great depression. So what I try to do is I try to be there for people. I try to speak into them. I try to pour life into them. But I try my best not to be there 24 seven, you know, because like I feel like if you're receiving information from me, you're coming to me for information. You're also receiving information from other sources. And I don't want to create that mental fogginess, that mental chaos, because it's just like, oh, no, Hazy told me this. But Jeremiah told me this or Playful Moon told me that. So it's just like, okay, um, you know, which one am I supposed to listen to? What am I supposed to do out with life? You know what I mean? So sometimes you just got to fall back, bro. And just revert back to your mountain. Exactly. You got to. You got to. It's and it's that's big on the inward journey. Mm-hmm. The more you learn about yourself mm-hmm. and who you are, your strengths, your weaknesses, 
you know, the things that you call your superpowers, the morals and beliefs that you cling to, keeping all that, you know, rested, assured, knowing like within yourself you possess these things and like using that. Because honestly, the the most thing that I already had a curiosity about people and why people are the way they are. But I learned so much about people just knowing more about me. You know, I, you don't go study other people to know more about people. Like, that's part of it. But taking that inward journey, knowing who you are confidently, that tells you a lot about other people. Bro, you taught me something years ago. You taught me something years ago. Like, I, I think it was like... um Maybe like junior year, senior year, high school. Yeah, twenty. Bro. That was like 2018, 2018. Bro, you taught me something. No, and I've always tripping. been living by that. And I was actually just talking to uh, my wife about that the other day, bro. It's just sometimes when it comes to life, you know what I mean. Sometimes when it comes to just um living, we have to literally just fall back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We have to fall back, and you have to really understand that sometimes you don't have to get yourself involved. Into things to learn from it So you know since you taught me that lesson bro I just that's what I've been applying in my life I live my life through not I live my life Through other people's eyes but I learn through other people's Experiences Yeah. so sometimes I say okay I see what you went through I see how you did it I see how that person reacted so now I know how to avoid that situation Right. You know what I mean instead of going out there and, and Dealing with it myself So. And it's a lot and I'm gonna just say it right now. This is the longest podcast I've ever had. So shout out to my guest. Oh Lord! Shout out to my guest. This now we running longest. the time up. We running the time up. We have some things to talk about. Okay. This is beautiful. This is what good conversation is. This is an hour and twenty minutes. So for y'all that like to listen on the way to work, you have to listen to it on the way to work and back and lunch break and break it up. How you break it up? This has been the longest podcast. Um, but real quick, we got a few more minutes. You know what I'm saying? Um, let's bring it back full circle and tie it in with um, just I guess some pieces of advice that we can just leave everybody with. Um, my biggest thing that I tell all my clients, okay, um, be sure to follow me, y'all. Um, Hazy Moss, H A Z Y M O S S on all platforms. That's not what I tell all my clients. <laughs> but one one thing that I tell all my clients, man, is that there's always going to be peace in just being, okay. I tell all my clients, that's how I end all my readings. Remember to just be. And the first thing that people say is, be what, Hazy? Be what? Just be what? Do I need to be this? Do I need to be that? No, just just be. Be still. Just be still. Be calm. And everything will reveal itself. I tell everybody that when it comes to chaos, when it comes to confusion, when it comes to, you know, tragedy, when it comes to, you know, bad circumstances or bad situations or conflict, sometimes we have to just be. And, you know, that, that was very hard for me to learn as an Aries, okay? I always wanted to confront everything. I always wanted to I always wanted to fight everything, okay? You know, I always <laughs> wanted to make sure that people felt me. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes we have to just be. So my word of advice for all these beautiful listeners is if you're dealing with a situation, if you're dealing with some heartache, if you're de- dealing with some type of emotional turmoil, make sure that you just be in this situation because a lot is going to be revealed to you. And sometimes when it comes to life, you know, we can't allow our personal experiences or the things that we want to happen to to be the fuel towards our, towards our healing. So make sure that you are just being, make sure that you're just relaxing, maybe make sure that you are analyzing the situation and make sure that you just sit back and allow things to play out sometimes. Cause sometimes our influence can cause more damage than it can cause healing. Um, I also like to say as another hint and advice, 
for anybody who's listening, for anybody who is in that point in their life where they're very curious about everything. The only thing that I can really say is to never get comfortable. Don't ever feel comfortable in wherever you're at. Don't feel comfortable with just saying, okay, I received this information. Now this is where I'm going to sit. You're always ever changing. You're always shedding. Every day is a new day. You don't know what your mindset's going to be two years from now, five years from now, hell, probably a week from now. So the best thing is to never get comfortable. Never get comfortable. Curiosity is always going to be a thing. You know, people change. Your social circle is going to change. Your relationships are going to change. How you receive things is going to change. So never sit here and get comfortable in wherever you're at. Always go out and keep searching for answers. They're always out there. It just really takes time for you to say, you know what? I'm going to sit with myself and I'm going to utilize this time that I have to discover what I'm looking for. You know, once you find what you're looking for at that point, if you feel as though that your entire life being is like complete and fulfilled, then by all means, be ready to kick your feet back and lay back and say, okay, I'm completed. But if you really feel as though parts of your life is not complete or you really feel as though this is not enough, go out there and go search for it because it's going to be out there. It doesn't matter how long it might take. It doesn't matter how many people you might have to go through, how many books you're going to have to read, how many places you're going to have to visit. Never get comfortable. Never get comfortable. Never get comfortable. Never get comfortable. Keep moving. <laughs> Never get comfortable. Keep moving, y'all. This is nothing, nothing but the hits. Nothing but the hits. Nothing but the <laughs> But look, they just, they put it beautifully. You can't say it better than that, and it's the honest truth. I'm going to leave y'all with a quote from Jim Ron. That's a good man if you ever want to know more about personal development. But he says... You can always have more than what you got because you can always become more than what you are. And as long as you are who you are, you always have what you got. So keep moving. Keep exploring. You can always become more than than you are. You can have more than what you got. And if you don't change how you are, you always have what you got. Preach. So. Come on, past. Simple as that, (laughs) y'all. I finally got these two in here. Nigga been avoiding me for four, five years. It ain't even like that, man. You know, I just be busy. I'm new here, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just be busy, man. You know what I mean? It's just, yeah, man. Nah. But it's been a blessing to have him. It's been a blessing to have him. This is an hour and 24 minute podcast, as long as I've had. And it was a great conversation. I loved it every second of it. I hope that y'all listening take something from one of us here today and apply it to your life and change something um look if you've been listening this long please you know what i'm saying i i love you i enjoy you i appreciate you listening if this is your first episode that you do listen to go back and listen to my previous 12 and tell me what you think about those follow me at jp since 98 tell them y'all ig's real quick Y'all can follow me at Playful Moon Readings on Instagram. That is the only social media I got. So y'all can't find me nowhere else. <laughs> Don't go search Facebook. Y'all can follow me yeah. at Hazy Moss. Don't go um, search Facebook. H A Z Y M O S S. Do not look for me on Facebook. Um, but that's the only Instagram is the only place I'm actively on right now. But yeah. All right. So hopefully I'm following up with hopefully we do a part two. We get him in here again and talk about some more deep things. But for thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Like I say, if this is your first time listening, go back and listen to my last 12. If this is, you know, you're a frequent listener, thank you again. I love you all. This has been another episode of JP's Podcast. We out. The
episode of JP's podcast, your number one source for unlicensed advice and quality conversation. Join the convo and hit up JP on IG and Twitter with questions or topics for the next episode at JP since 98.